This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hey, Bright Soul, how are you doing? How is your holiday season going for those of you that do participate in the holiday season? I want to just start by saying I am so grateful for you, your comments, your feedback, your reviews, those of Taking the time to leave me a review on iTunes and leave me some stars makes my heart sore. It makes what I do worth it. It makes me feel as though what I'm putting out is received and you're just part of my soul circle. And I just can't even tell you how much you mean to me. So those of you who have taken the time to do that, it's received. I'm sending it back and I appreciate you. So today's podcast topic is going to be applicable to right now, the holidays and anytime. So these tools, whether you celebrate the holiday or not, doesn't matter. These things can help you in any situation where you are faced with people giving you unsolicited feedback. And I'll get into that a little bit. But I wanted to start off by saying those of you that know me and follow my work, you know, I don't subscribe to a religion. I believe there are many paths to enlightenment. And I respect each individual's choice to choose what path works for them. For me, I believe that there is a divine supreme creator doesn't matter what anyone chooses to call it, because to me, it's just our attempt to name the unnameable. But I am very connected to the whole, whether that's the I am or the creator or God or Krishna or Buddha or Jesus or (laughs) whatever you choose to call it. Lakshmi. I respect all ascended masters, and I believe they all came with a piece of the puzzle to help us put everything together. And I believe that there are energies outside of ourselves that created us that breathe life into our body that are here to help us and guide us. And so I love this time of year for so many reasons. For one, I love all the lights and the decorations. It's so beautiful when you go out after dark, even though here it is bitter cold. I cannot stress that enough. I am so done with winter. And if you go back to my podcast from last year, I'll be saying the same thing. But I have been pretty good about not complaining about this year, because I know, you know, complaining, it really doesn't help anything. So I'm doing okay about it. But I do talk to people about being really cold, because I'm just already kind of a cold person. Um, I'm usually having a space heater on or an electric blanket, even sometimes in the summer. So these temperatures are bitter for me. (laughs) But I love to drive around in the warmth of my car and enjoy the beautiful lights. And I love the generosity, the spirit of generosity. Even if people are grudgingly giving, it still causes their heart to expand. And when our hearts are expanding and we're being more mindful of all the many blessings in our life and we're gathering with people that we love and work kind of slows down so that people are able to have more time off and spend time with people that they care about it's beautiful. It's about connection for me. And that's why I love it. So for those of you who have a different idea, I totally respect that. But that's the reason why I love it, even though I'm not a Christian. I shared before years ago, I subscribed to Christianity. And I have many friends that are devout Christians and devout Buddhists, and in many other religions or no religion at all. I love them as a person and I respect their path because there are many, there's not just one. So after saying all of that, I know that this time of year, while it brings many blessings, sometimes we have to go around people who 
are not in such an open space and they can really get to us and say things that hurt our feelings or tear us down. So I wanted to spend time in this podcast to give you tips to help you deal with those difficult personalities if and when you have to be around them during this time or any time for that matter. So most of us have someone in our life or our circle, whether it's a coworker, a family member, or a friend of a friend that we have to be in the presence of, and they're just generally negative, or maybe they just don't like us. It happens. A lot of times, as empathic or highly sensitive people, we make it about our, ourselves. But I just want to let you know, and I talked about this in my previous podcast, that it's often not about you at all. Here's the thing. When you are working on yourself, you're trying to have an optimistic outlook on life, you're really trying to shift patterns, you're trying to heal old wounds, all of the things that actually take work that most of the general population just do not have the desire or the will to actually see through, it makes them feel a certain person that's that negative and doesn't want to do their work, it will make them feel almost intimidated or it's almost like they don't want you to do it because you doing it and shining your light brightly is illuminating all of the darkness in their life and areas in which they want to improve. So instead of doing that work for themselves, they want to take you off your path by attacking you. And I don't mean physically, but maybe it's verbally or passive aggressively or all the ways in which people do. The reality of the situation is, is that we don't have a lot of training or skills or available knowledge on how to actually deal with conflict and actually communicate with people. I know I didn't. I grew up in dysfunction, passive aggressive, backstabbing, pessimism, all of that, because that's what we knew. And I had to actually work very hard at looking at myself and getting to know myself, learning what triggers me. Why does that upset me? What's going on with that? And developing compassion for those people who do not have the knowledge that I have. And we can only change ourselves. We can't change other people. So I had to get really good at changing the way that I respond. And I'm not always perfect because sometimes I get activated and I go right down to that level. So if you do that, like I said in my previous podcast, be easy about it. The fact that you're listening to this and you're actually trying to learn a new way and you're trying and practicing a new path. Hey, it takes practice. That's why it's called a practice. So give yourself a break. But I want to give you some tools to deal with people who just give you unsolicited feedback or say ugly things to you during this time. So that way, at least you have some tools to help you if this happens. So the first thing I want to share with you is the definition of a boundary. And this comes from Nancy Levin. I've studied boundaries a lot over the years, and I really like the way she summarizes everything and puts it all together. So a lot of the suggestions I'll be sharing are from her work, which I love. But a boundary is simply a statement of your desires, your needs, and your limits. That's all it is. So sometimes we think about a boundary as putting a wall up, and that's not really it. It's more or less just you owning your feelings, your needs, and your limits of what you want. And it really helps you to protect yourself from resentment, discomfort, and feeling as though you're being taken advantage of all the things that we deal with as empathic and sensitive people. So let's just say you're going to be around someone who tends to pick on you. So this used to be my mother. Um, I know when my daughter was born, this is the kind of stuff that my mother would always do. My daughter was born and she and my aunt came to visit. My daughter was six days old, and so I just had a baby. I had gained, I think, 65 pounds or something with my pregnancy. I couldn't work out. I was, like, nauseous all the time, and I went from being really active to just sedentary right away. 
So as soon as I opened up the door, the first words out of my mother's mouth as I'm holding my newborn baby was, man, you really put on the pounds. This is my mother. <laughs> and so I understand I was pissed. You know, I mean, those were the days I wouldn't even end this work then, you know, that I was not even in the church at that time, but it pissed me off. <laughs> and so I always think about that because now it kind of makes me chuckle because at the time I didn't have the language and have the skills that I have now that I can share with you. So let's just say you have somebody like that in your life. Oh, and by the way, because I can just feel the energy of everyone like, oh, I know my audience very well. Fast forward when you know, I got the weight off very quickly, like in about a month or two, I started working out again. I mean, the weight came off. My daughter was six days old. <laughs> I mean, come on. Anyway, I, I went to visit, uh, I went to Arkansas and visited my family. And then she made another comment, man, you lost all the weight and I'm over here fat. Like she was constantly comparing herself to me. And that's just her own dysfunction and the way she was raised. And she didn't know any other way. So I love my mother, but she just was unhealthy in many ways, still is. And that's her thing. But really, is it about her? No, it's about me. How do I choose to internalize that? What am I going to do with the information? How am I going to set boundaries? What am I going to say to protect myself? And so we can't control other people. That's the whole point. All we can do is set our boundaries, stand up for ourselves and choose ourselves. So if someone is making a comment about your food or your cooking or your weight or whatever, you can simply say these are some practice phrases for yourself to give you the language because a lot of times we don't have the language. I'm not open to comments about my weight. I'm not open to comments about my cooking. Maybe it's something like this. I'm not seeking input about my cooking. I'm not seeking input about the dish that I chose to bring. I'm not seeking input about my appearance. Maybe here's another thing. I hear that and I'm not available for unsolicited feedback period. If you insist on offering it, I will either leave or I'll hang up. That, these are all from Nancy Levin. So that's another one. It's really good. Like, hey, I hear what you're saying, but I'm not available for unsolicited feedback. One of the things outside of Nancy Levin's work that I had just developed over the years is just saying, hmm, I appreciate your opinion, but it doesn't feel true for me. And I don't really want to hear it. I'd say things like that. And it's shocking for people because they're not used to someone actually setting a boundary and saying, hey, this isn't okay with me. I'm not open to this. I'm not going to hear it. Here's another one you can do. I can tell you want to help. And I'm still working through this on my own. So this is if someone's trying to push and, and tell you how to do things and all the things that people do, they become overbearing, especially if you're cooking and hosting, try to tell you how to do things. Hey, I'm still working through this. I have a plan. I can tell you want to help. I appreciate your help, but I have it under control. Stuff like that. Here's the other thing. If people are trying to push you to have children. I have a friend of mine who her family is all about the, all of the, the females having babies and she'd have to listen to this and she's not, hadn't been married at the time. And so people would always put pressure on her about getting married, having kids. Here's another way to just a practice phrase. I'm not interested in opinions about my life decisions. You know, the other thing you can just say is, Hey, I want to focus on the day and have a really good time. I don't want to get into that right now. That's another little simple phrase that you can use. And these are just ideas and you can find and tweak what works for you and what feels good for you so that you can remember it and you can use it 
These are practice skills. It's hard because we don't really learn these things. What we learn is how to lash out in dysfunction. What we learn is how to just take it and take it and take it and then explode. And we all know that doesn't work, but that's what most people do. So we want to try to shift that and learn as much as we can so that we can do things a different way. The other thing is, I mean, I have a daughter, she's watching this and I always feel like, not this podcast, but me, she's watching my interactions. And so I've always tried to be really mindful of what I'm teaching her. And I'll say she's a really good communicator, way better than I ever was at her age, but it's because she's receiving a healed version of me. I'm not there yet. I'm still working. I will always be working. There's always new levels of truth. There's always new levels of understanding. So I'm getting there. But hey, life has a way of teaching us what we don't know when we get around family who trigger us. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I know you think that you're doing really well, but let's put you in the fire and see how you do. And I don't want you to go through that. I want you to have some tools in your back pocket to help support you. Here's another thing, and it doesn't work with narcissists, but if you're dealing with you know, normal people, healthy people, and they keep pushing or saying things, just tell them, hey, when you say that, it really hurts my feelings. If you're going to continue to say that, I'm going to step out or... When you say that, when you say this, I feel this way. So if you continue to say that, I'm going to have to leave or I'm going to have to ask you to leave or something like that. Most people are very receptive to that. I used to be involved with someone who was emotionally explosive, very passive aggressive. And when I would use these tools, it would actually infuriate him because he was so unhealthy. But over time, he got used to it. And of course, that relationship ended because we were nowhere near a match. And the healthier I got, the worse he became. Someone had left me a comment about doing a podcast about that. I will later on if you're listening right now. I did write that down. I will. But that is a heavy topic. And it's it's actually super common among people who do spiritual work to be partnered with someone who is much lower in vibration and not interested in this work. So that's a topic for a whole other thing. Right now, the only thing you can really do is just set those boundaries and take good care of yourself. So the thing with the boundaries is that you have to actually uphold them. Choose yourself. We start to feel really terrible when we don't choose ourselves. So if you set the boundary and then someone's not used to it and they just run right over your boundary and you don't stay, you don't do the behavior that you said you were going to do, it'll make you feel worse. So you have to just stand in your power, keep the honor that you have for yourself intact by doing what you say you're going to do. So when I used to have to go around family that I didn't particularly enjoy around the holidays, I shared my previous podcast. I started just looking at this going, do I have to do it? Actually, I don't. So I'm not going to. So I used to be partnered with someone who would try to push me to do stuff with people that I didn't want to do things with. And I just started to set that boundary. Like, you know, that's not workable for me. I'm going to stay here. You're free to go do that. And I would be very kind and compassionate about it. Like, you know, I don't enjoy that. And I don't have the time, energy, desire, or even the effort to put toward that. I know it's something you enjoy. I know you enjoy the company of those people. So be free. Go do it. I'm going to hang back. And he would throw fit and be passive aggressive and behave very immaturely. And they're going to do that. They're, they, they have permission not to like your boundary. It's okay. But that doesn't change your boundary. And I just stood firm with it. Like, yeah, I understand you're upset about it but I'm still not going to do it. And it doesn't really matter how you behave or what you say. That's how I feel. And this is what I'm doing. And that's that. And over time, it would be more, I'm not going to ask you to do this because I already know you're not going to do it. I'm like, this is correct. I'm not going to do it, but you go ahead. And then it became the new normal. And that's what you want to do. Just establish it, stick to it and let it become the new normal.
The other thing energetically, I know I've shared it in previous podcasts, but these are things you can do. You know, this is energy. It's your aura. It's keeping yourself clean. Like I said before, like spiritually clean, spiritual hygiene, meditating, taking salt baths. And when people start to activate you, cross your arms and legs. That closes your aura so that your aura isn't bumping against theirs and pulling all their self to the surface. The other thing that I used to deal with all the time was people sitting down, you know, whether I'm hosting or going to someone else's house and gatherings, but they know that I do readings and energy healing. And on the spot, they want me to start working on them. They start throwing up all their stuff on me and want me to like shift into that space and work. And I've shared before in previous podcasts that I'm really good at just saying, you know, I'm not in that space right now. I need a balance between my social life and my business life. It is a business. It's work. I had to learn it. I paid money to learn it. And so that's actually a business. And that's something that you have to schedule an appointment for. That's not something I can do on the spot. And over time, people got used to that, too, and they quit asking. They'll still poke around like, oh, do you see anything with this or do you see anything with that? And I'll just say, no, because I'm not even in that space right now. I'm actually just trying to be in my body right now and enjoy this moment. And people, they get it over time, but you've got to teach them that that's the way it's going to be. And you're the only one that can do that because you're the only one that's going to set your boundaries and keep them. And I want to close with encouraging you to take some time to think about all the ways in which you've grown. We're closing up a decade. My podcast next week will be on closing the decade and preparing for a new decade and a new year, which is really exciting. But you've come a long way. You've been through a lot. You're stronger because of it. You're learning new tools. You're sending light to others. You're brightening the planet as you brighten yourself. So you have to just take this time to also thank yourself and thank your journey and connect with what it is that you want and build those things in. Like, what do you want to do? What feeds you? Take some time. This is a time where things start to slow down. So it's a perfect time to go within and practice some self-care and do all of the things that make you feel alive and balanced and happy and connected. And so with that said, let's do a healing. And this healing, I want to shield you so beautifully I want to help you feel stronger, stronger in your decisions, stronger in your stance, because I can feel the anxiety and I understand it because I've been there and I still have situations where I get that way. So this is also a practice for me. That's why I can speak to you about it. So I want you to just uncross your arms and legs. If you can, put your hands, palms up on your on your knees or on the chair or wherever, just resting beside you so that you can really receive this energy I want you to walk away from this healing feeling super empowered and strong. So we are releasing any guilt energy because I can feel some of you feeling that way. I'm cleaning that away right now. Focus on your breathing. You're going to hear me spraying and moving. Don't even worry about that. Focus on your breathing. This is a new day, new energy. The past cannot harm you anymore. You're a new person. You're going to feel a lot of divine energy pouring down. So again, just focus on your breathing. I'm shielding you and I'm running lots of energy 
all the way from your crown down to the center of the earth to root you strongly. Doing a lot of work on your crown area to boost your will center. So you might feel energy in your forehead area in between your eyes. That's your Ajna, your will center. Drink some extra water after that healing. That was pretty powerful. And if you're feeling nauseous or any of that, get up and do some shaking exercises. You know, just shake out your body a little bit. Be easy about it. And I want to thank you so much for being a part of my soul circle. If you haven't left me a review, that would be really nice to do on iTunes. That just helps other people to be introduced to the work. Uh, iTunes works on an algorithm. So it just kind of helps other people get the information if they're drawn to it. I don't advertise. It's referral based and just I put it out there and I just trust that the right people will be drawn. So I want to wish you a beautiful holiday if you're celebrating and I want you to feel and receive my gratitude. Let's just have a really good week. Take good care of yourself. Set your boundaries. Stand up for yourself. That sets the tone for everyone else to do the same. I am sending you all my love and I'll talk to you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.